Good morning, good evening, good night, wherever or whoever you may be. Welcome to the Recluse Podcast. I am your host, Alan Arante. Today's guest is a skater named Jeff DeCesare. He's from New Jersey originally, but now resides in Culver City. He's sponsored by Grizzly Grip Tape, DVS, and Rick Wheels, just to name a few. He gets a lot of heat online for his trick selection, for his style, and for his attitude. But I found him to be quite humble and respectable. I was nervous, though. I was pacing the apartment, cleaning, reading my questions over and over, wondering if he was going to show up at all. I was a little intimidated and anxious. He's has He has a big following. He's been noticed in the industry. He's had a lot of run-in with pros, including Tony Hawk. He's the subject of the most viewed video on YouTube for Thrasher, the Making Escape video. It has over 16 million views now, and this is the guy who's going to be in my apartment talking to me. I, I'm a no one. My, my wife had even remarked, she said, he does know you're not a big deal, right? And she didn't mean that to insult me, but she was right. I, I made sure he knew he wasn't getting paid. I made sure he knew I don't have a following at all. And he didn't seem to mind. He said that it, it just sounded fun. So we did it. In our conversation, we talk about his skate career and his perceived shortcomings related to that. We discuss his reputation in the skate community and how that affects his career. And at the end, we talk about the death of his father. Something I would like to note is that this interview is uncut. It's the full length from start to finish. I've included every painful um and like, you know, and I'm hoping that I'm better for it. I had a talk with a good friend of mine, Will Rusk, and a new friend named Dallas, and they basically convinced me that it might be better to set the tone right away, to not feel like I have to edit out my humanness, the error that I make in grammar sometimes, or the lulls and the points that might feel a little boring. They convinced me that that's basically what it means to be a human. That's what this medium is for, is for long-form conversation, real conversation. This is my attempt to humanize a man that is too easily misunderstood. This is a portrait of Jeff DeCesare. Culver City, you said. Well, I live there now. Live from Culver City. Um, you're, yeah, I'm, I'm from New Jersey, though. What's uh, Jersey like? It's a hell of a lot different than California, I'll tell you that. Uh, <laughs> it's uh, You actually have seasons there. Hmm. It's, uh, it's very hot during the summer, very cold during the winter. The ground's really rough. Uh, but don't get me wrong, it's beautiful, though. There's green everywhere and... Yeah. Uh, we do, there are a lot of skate spots, but um, they're a lot rougher than the ones out here. Um, really, just the concrete wise, or like because there's snow there, right? In yeah, the, the, the weather kind of fucks the ground up. Um, but just, I mean, there's more cracks in the sidewalks, and the the spots aren't as perfect. They're kind of mm. like not as obvious. I mean, you kind of have to go out of your way to find them. But um, 
there's some gems there for sure. Uh, there's a lot less skate parks. I know when I yeah. was I was a kid, I didn't have any skate parks. Yeah, really growing up, I had I had one that was like indoor, and I had to. My parents <laughs> drove me forty five forty five minutes every every time I wanted to go to go to the skate park that was indoors. Uh, yeah, during the winter, that was basically my only option. So, any uh, big skaters come out of Jersey? Mm. Uh, there's a ton, actually. Um, did you know Jersey has the most pros out of it? Uh, out of any state besides California? <laughs> no, I didn't know that. I would have never guessed Jersey. I'd guess, I, I don't even know, uh, Oregon, Washington or something. No, I think it's Jersey and Florida have the most. Wow. Huh. I mean, well, that's that alone. I mean, you're on your way. You're a Jersey boy. And I went to school in Florida. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a, two counts against you. That's good. Weird coincidence. But, uh, uh yeah, I mean, like I said, there's a lot of pros from Jersey, not necessarily the area I'm from, but um yeah. uh the closest pro that lived to me, uh Tim O'Connor. He um, heard the name. I I don't know if I've seen anything he's, he's done. He's not really around too much anymore, but he was pro for Habitat and oh, okay. uh, he was on like iPath and Adidas. Mm-hmm. Uh he grew up in a town like 15 minutes away from me. Mm-hmm. I didn't really know him growing up, but I just remember here, like he was already made it by the time I started skating. I just yeah. remember hearing he grew up around from where I was from. Well, is that Habitat still popping? I feel like I haven't heard that name for like no, a long they, time. No, they're still a thing for sure. They, huh. uh, uh, you know, they got a, their, their crew is a lot different than it was back in the day. But, uh, do you know Mark Sushu? Uh, I've, I've only heard of the name of Pro. Yeah, he's. Uh, I mean, he's kind of their main guy right now. He's amazing, super good. The main pro. Yeah, I mean, when you hear the name Habitat nowadays, I, I kind of. Well, at least I do. I kind of associate Habitat with him. Hmm. But I mean, they still have a lot of other great people. Huh. Okay. Um. All right. So we are officially on the record. The date is August twenty fourth, two thousand nineteen. The time is now five forty five p.m. It's a nice day. I have two questions for you, sir. What is that? Who the hell are you? And how the <laughs> hell are you? My name is Jeff DeCesare, and I, I'm great. How are you? I'm good, man. It's a, it's a good day. I'm stoked. You know, you're kind of a, something of an icon. A lot of people know so. you. <laughs> well, yeah, I, I'm happy. I'm so happy that you're a humble guy. Had you kicked the door in and said, yeah, I'm Jeff. <laughs> you know, you're, you're damn right I have. A, hell no. No you know, way. Never. Uh, I'm just I'm just a guy who skateboards. That's it. I, I don't see myself anymore. I don't think anyone should see themselves any more than that. Any pro skater, any known skater, you're riding a wooden toy. You're, you're not. You're not curing cancer. Um, well, I, I'm happy you think that. It's just it, it's so ironic, I guess, because you're so down to earth. We've been hanging for I don't know a couple hours now, and you're so down to earth. And I, I don't, I think maybe I expected that, but based on like comments I read online and, you know, I, I've seen some of your live uh, videos where you're kind of like, um, I don't, I don't know how to say it. Maybe you kind of like bash yourself a little bit. You, you, you sort of talk about, uh, how I, I'm not sure to say it, you know, sometimes I, I feel like you deserve more attention and you think that too. And you sort of, uh, put a, a spotlight on that sometimes and uh, I'm just so surprised that uh, you don't get the credit you deserve, in my opinion. You're so much more humble than the way people talk. Uh, I, I know you got a lot of a, a lot of people out there who who support you. Uh, 
Um, but how how do you account for these people that just I don't know don't seem to fuck with you? Like, what? Why do people say such fucked up stuff to you online? Uh, <clears throat> well, first off, I appreciate anyone who does support me, likes watching my videos, any of that. Uh, but as far as the people that you know don't support me as much, uh, really, uh, I don't know, man. Skating is uh, it's in a different in a different spot it's in than when i first started i started skating 18 years ago back then uh, the whole industry was completely different i mean it was still basically based upon the same ideas but just a whole different like i don't know stuff that got love back then it was a pre-instagram i think is that are those the days you're talking about pre-youtube i started skating before youtube was a thing so like yeah you didn't you know you couldn't if you want to see someone skate, you had to wait for a skate video to come out, which may take years. VHS. So you did. You had no idea what like what was in, what people, what tricks were doing, anything like that. And uh, I don't know. Basically, we spoke a little bit about this. People that kind of like to just, I don't know. For I don't know why. One reason or another, they like to start rumors. Like I've read comments in Instagram where people are like. Oh, or like some page will post me. It'll be like, yeah, this kid's good, but he's so cocky. And I'm like, <laughs> I, I will, I'll comment back to them. You know, not be not, not be mean or anything, and just genuinely ask, like, have I ever met you? And they'll be like, well, no, but you, you know, you just seem like you'd be an asshole. Hmm. And I'm like, interesting. All right, that's all I wanted to know. So yeah. when I see stuff like that, I kind of it. I and then I. It, I see an, another negative comment or something. I just think back to that and it makes me think like none of this is credible. Like anyone talking shit, they don't know me. And, you know, they, for one reason or another, they want to make me look bad. And another one is I'll just, uh, I, I've actually been to skate parks and stuff and been skating for a while you know at talking to the kids every now and then and they'll just be like hey you that jeff guy and i'm like my name is jeff and I, i'm a guy i'm I, that I, guy I, yes. may, I may be him like you're the guy that does all those flip tricks and stuff i'm like yeah i'm probably who you're thinking of and, <laughs> and they're like you know i thought you're gonna be an asshole but you're pretty cool so you do you hear that and i feel bad for you saying it too it's like i don't i don't i didn't expect you to be an asshole or anything <laughs> like that I, I honestly i didn't i i figured okay like I, i've heard this thing before where it's like oh you you've heard something chances are it's not as bad as what you heard i didn't expect you to kick the door in and be like yeah i'm jeff you know <laughs> i'd hope i not, figured man. you'd be like a nice guy uh but it's like people think just because they have an instagram account or something that they can make a judgment and i don't know that they're even aware that it's just you know bs it's like not rooted in reality like uh when you when you pulled up uh you know i was nervous like oh shit fucking jeff's gonna show up this guy has like 90k followers like this guy's gonna like you know you know i I, I didn't i didn't push it that far but i'm just Mm. saying that like you're sort of it's weird to meet the actual person because you're talking about people online saying stuff. I'm I'm talking about people online saying stuff. But that's totally different than actually talking to the guy. I mean, it's basically not the same thing. Uh, the person they're talking about online isn't you. No, it's, it's just, this like idea. This is a you. perceived image. 
you know, I, I, I get what you're saying too. Like, you know, having an idea of someone like I, there's tons of pros, like, you know, I, I, I've met a lot of pros, but I still kind of like, you know, I'll, there are pros out there with like millions of followers and stuff and I've never met them. And then when I finally do get to meet them, I'm like, Oh wow, they're just a normal person. At the end of the day, we are just all normal human beings. Like, you know, what, what just cause someone could do actually, you know what? Not even because someone could do something more on a skateboard, just cause someone has more clout or I can't think of a better word. Fame, word. fame, clout. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. It, it doesn't make them any different than you or I. It's just they're perceived a little bit differently. But da- deep down inside, we're all the same, basically the same type of human beings. Yeah. So, you know, I've I've had my fair share of encounters with people that I thought, like, oh, they're, they're this famous. Like, they're not going to give a shit about talking to me. Like, why would they even, why would they want to hang out with me? Why would they want to skate with me? And then at the end of the day, it's just like, you know, if they're, I'm a skate rat, they're a skate rat. We all like the same thing. Like we're going to bond, you know, unless, you know, we're drastically different or something, then you know, they should, you should be, it should all be good. Like all get along. There shouldn't be a problem there. Have you ever met uh, your hero, a hero of yours that there's that saying where it's like, uh, you know, don't, don't meet your hero. And it's often because you're disappointed. Have you ever met, a professional skater or something where it's like, Oh, I can't wait to meet this person. And then you do, and you're sort of disappointed or let down. Um, and you don't have to say names, but has that ever happened to you? No, actually for the most part, it's been the opposite. I, where I think I'd meet someone I looked up to a lot and be very disappointed. Well, not very disappointed, but it wouldn't live up to my expectations. And then I'd kind of get bummed out. But for the most part, as, as far as I can remember, Everyone that I've looked up to and I, that I've met, I've been generally surprised. Like, wow, this person is really as awesome as I thought they would be. So I, I really, I can't think of a, I can't think of a time where I've met someone. And I'm like, oh man, wow, they're actually an asshole. Yeah. Uh, the only times I've ever met assholes is when I thought they would be assholes. So. <laughs> I guess I kind of have a good perception on people's personalities. Yeah. All right. So let's um, get into who you actually are. So your name is Jeff DeCesare, right? Yes, correct. Uh, is there some way, like some accent, like what what DeCesare, what is that? It's Italian. It, it, uh, can you say it in some like Italian well, accent? Well, no. I mean, that's not even my real last name, technically. My real last name is De Caesar, but... My uh my great 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 grandparents whatever they uh they added they put the H in there to just you know kind of roll off the tongue easier. Interesting. Yeah. So I mean, a lot of people think my name is like French or something, but when you hear De Caesar, you you know it's an Italian name. De Caesar. So are you of Italian descent? Basically, yeah, yeah, is that yeah, what you're yeah. saying? Yeah, I'm like 25 percent Italian. Apparently. My dad tells me I'm related to Julius Caesar. I'm either related, I'm related to Julius Caesar or I was related to one of his slaves. It's probably related to one of his slaves, but either way, it's kind of a cool backstory. Is that sort of like family, like folklore, or do, do you think it's actually true, or is that just something that's been passed down? 
I don't know, man. My dad says a lot of shit. So <laughs> who knows? I, I, I'm, I'm going to take his word for it. He's a pretty good, uh, he's like a history buff. So I don't, I don't really think he'd, he, he would have no reason to lie to me about that. So I'll take his word for it. Oh, uh, what did your mother and father do for work when you were growing up? Are they still doing the same thing? Uh, well, I mean, well, my dad passed away, uh, six years ago, but, um, I, both of them were they're retired uh i think they actually met through work um i don't know necessarily what they were doing at the time but i know when i was growing up my dad was like a counselor he um oh wow not not like a not like a school counselor like he would help mm-hmm. people get jobs and stuff he was oh, like okay. he was like a career counselor and uh my mom was a she worked in a hospital she was a cardiac technician so she like worked with the hearts and all that stuff she did that for like 15 years and now her and my stepdad just like they don't live in jersey anymore they live in pennsylvania and they're just chilling retired living the life <laughs> did your folks go to college your your real father and your mother yeah um my dad went to Rutgers University. Rutgers? Which, yeah. It's pretty well-known college yeah, in yeah. New Jersey. And uh, my mom went to, she went to a couple colleges, but uh, she went to Ithaca College, which is in New York. And it's actually pretty funny. Uh, my stepdad and my mom, they they didn't meet till until I was like 13 years old. But really? they went to the same college and were a year <laughs> apart. So they probably seen each other on campus and didn't even know it, which yeah. is it's kind of a funny coincidence. Do you like him, your stepfather? Yeah, he's awesome. He he supports skating and anything I do to the fullest. So and he's like the chillest guy ever. Like it's really, really hard to piss him off. So it's it's pretty cool. <laughs> uh what what was the gap like between um the death of your father and your mother meeting this new man. What was there like a couple year gap? Mm, well, I mean, my mom, stepdad, uh, actually got married before my dad passed away. Oh, really? So, yeah, my parents got divorced when I was thirteen years old, and um, then my mom got remarried when I was going on fifteen, or I was fifteen years old, and uh, my dad just. You know, he did his own thing. He was like, he's, I mean, he would, he would date girls. He never got remarried though. Cause I don't know. I feel like he kind of knew his health was on the edge and he didn't have much longer. So he didn't want to get in a serious relationship like that. And, uh, yeah, he was a single up until the day he died. Was that a turbulent time for you or was it sort of like a nice break? You know, so, uh, your parents, when they split up, was that was that turbulent for you or was it sort of smooth? Um, for the most part it was smooth. Uh for the longest time that like that's my parents wanted to split up for a long time, but they didn't just because they knew like I I didn't want them to split up and I was a young kid, like I think they figured once I was going to high school, like it it wouldn't be that harsh to me. So and it really wasn't like I uh, I don't know. I guess just watching like TV and movies and stuff, I figured like having a divorced parents was going to be like weird or something. But it was tight. I got like more presents at <laughs> Christmas and birthdays and stuff. And 
every time I'd be pissed off at my mom and be like, oh, I'm calling dad. I'm going to hang out with him. So it was cool. It was like, it was a cool experience actually. Uh, so to any kids out there who are going through a similar thing, it's, it's really not that bad. So you, you wouldn't consider yourself fucked up over it because you know, some, some kids, you know, they don't come back from their, their parents divorcing. No, of course not. And then none of that ever screwed anything up in my life. If anything, it kind of made me happier seeing my parents happy doing what they wanted to do rather than like sacrificing their well-being just to make me satisfied. Did something seem off before they had the divorce happened? Did you think dude, hey, I knew I knew my parents hated each other? Dude. Really? What what makes you they say would that? Fight all the time. Like my dad hated my grandpa. Like my my mom's dad. Like they would. It was bad, dude. I knew they were just staying together for me, but I don't know. I I whatever. Yeah, I knew it was. I knew they were gonna get split apart eventually, but yeah. <laughs> Uh, so, or you're talking about how, you know, if your mom made you mad, you would, you know, say, I'm calling dad. Um, do you think there's such a thing as a, a mama's boy or like a daddy's boy? And if there is such a thing, who, what, what are you, if either? Uh, yeah, I definitely believe that's a thing. Um, I wasn't really either. I, I love both my parents, but I wouldn't really like necessarily favor one more than the other. I like both of them equally, but there, you know, there are times where like I'd be mad at my mom for something and I'd just get upset and want to leave and be like, all right, well, I'm going to, I wouldn't be like, well, I'm calling dad. I'll be like, well, all right, I'm, I'm going to go hang out with dad. I just call him and come over. You didn't live that far away. And then, I mean, there'd be times I'd be hanging out with my dad and he got to be a little too much. I'd be like, all right, can you take me home now? <laughs> so it, go, it goes hand in hand. Like, I wasn't a mama's boy. I wasn't a, a daddy's boy. Like, yeah. I just like both my parents. Sort of a, a balanced kid. I mean, do you, do yeah, you think you sure. were a balanced kid? Uh, yeah, absolutely. I feel like I, even with the divorce, I feel like I spent equal amount of time with both of them. Hmm. So uh, do, do you talk to your mom often? All the time, yeah. I I, like... She's like one of my best friends. It feels like I just text her, call her all the time. Like even like the little littlest thing that happens in my life, I like have to tell her. Just because I don't know, it, it feels wrong that if I don't tell her. How often do you think about her? Every day. When you talk to her on the phone and you are about to hang up, do you say "I love you"? Uh, no, I don't do that. That's yeah, too, that's too sappy for me. <laughs> yeah, I I've uh, been forcing myself to lately. Um, like, uh, I I guess it can I can say it stems from this. Like, my grandpa died a couple years ago, of lung cancer, and ever since I had experienced that loss, um, it just sort of started like a chain reaction where I'm just a little bit more aware, and and at least I try to be aware. And uh, so now, when I talk to my mom. Because uh, my my dad's not really in the picture. We've recently reconnected, but um. So when I talk to my mom, I'll I'll force out like an "I love you." I'm just like sometimes I'm just like worried something's gonna happen. Um. So that's why I ask. Do Do you think though that somehow that sentiment's communicated, even though you're not saying those words? Um. Yeah. No. I definitely since my dad passed away, I definitely think about it a lot more. Like, oh man. I mean, you know, anything can happen. 
you know, you got to let your, your people know that you love them whenever you can. You never know in the last moment it's going to be with them. But just like, <laughs> I mean, obviously, I mean, my parent, my mom should know me better than anyone else. And she knows that if I, <laughs> it would be so forced if I was just like, yeah. I love you, mom. Like she would probably start <laughs> laughing if I like, said the that. Are you okay, she, Jeff? She'd be like, were you drinking again? Like, <laughs> she, it's just like, it's a... I don't know. She, it, it's not like she's offended by me not saying that. She just, I, if I did, it would be weird. Does she say it to you? No. <laughs> yeah. She, uh, I mean, yeah, no, she has to be really drunk to say that. <laughs> yeah. I think, um, it's sort of, I mean, you're saying it would feel forced, but I think it, it kind of is an uncomfortable thing. It's to, I mean, for what, for some people it's forced. Um, but it's sort of, for me, it's weird to get that real sometimes to like tell even my sister, cause I have a lot of sisters mm-hmm. to like tell them I love them. Like, you know, now that I'm getting a little older and I don't see them as much, I hug them when I leave, like for sure. Like, bye, see you later. Even if I don't say I love you. But, um, you know, the, the older I get, the more I feel time, you know, I, I hate to get morbid, but I just, I just sort of feel time like going away it's like i'm like all of a sudden you wake up and you're like 30 and then all of a sudden you wake up and you're 40 and don't remind me i turned 28 in like five days (laughs) 28 yeah Uh, i feel i remember being 18 like yesterday yeah it's crazy it's true like the older you get the quicker time goes by yeah, it's scary. Um, I think that's why it's interesting to talk to older people, like, you know, like people like in their 60s and 70s. It's like uh, by that point, they like they have a much better idea. They're they're trying to that they're trying to give us their wisdom. But, you know, when you're young, it, it's in it one year out the other. It's like bullshit. Yeah. It's like, what do you mean? You know, what do you mean? Like, that doesn't make any sense. Like, you're you know, old, be you're crazy. What do you know? Like, no, nah, but they know everything, really. Unless yeah. they're senile, then don't. Listen yeah. Yeah. Excluding <laughs> those people. But like my grandma, you know, she's not that old, but she's so like nice and patient and it's stuff that you kind of learn over time. It's like when you're young, you think you have forever and you treat people like that sometimes. Like, you know, there's so many times I was like mean to my mom and mean to people and myself. And it's like, you know, when you get older, you realize those are days wasted days that that you just pissed on. Yeah. I mean, uh, I've always like. See, it's like a balance with me. I, I, I kind of, I have like a little bit of a bad temper. So <laughs> sometimes I get mad at people and then, but like on the same side, I, I usually forgive people right away yeah. just cause I realize like, oh man, I may have been out of line. Like they may have taken it harder than I wanted them to. So if I ever like get, get mad at someone, I'll usually apologize even if it's their fault clearly yeah i'll just feel bad <laughs> you you say you have a temper is that what you said yeah i get that from my dad he had a terrible temper it, like the littlest thing could piss he was like it was it was strange he was like he uh, he may have been bipolar or something he was like the nicest guy but like <laughs> the littlest thing could piss him off and and what would happen how would he express dude the temper? I, I, i'll give you a story right now so when i was about seven years old my dad was taking me to play tennis for like the first time ever. Like, I don't know what the hell I'm doing. I'm seven mm-hmm. years old. Go to the tennis court. <clears throat> he uh, serves the ball to me. I just, 
thought it was like baseball or something. I hit the ball as hard as I can. Yeah. And for somehow, I aimed the ball perfectly at his head, <laughs> hit him in the head. And keep in mind, I'm like seven years old. Yeah. He, I hit him in the head. He just stomps off the court, gets in the car, and I'm like, what, what, what what's happening? And then like I run to the car. I'm like, Dad, what are you doing? Where are you going? And he's like, he just like points to his forehead. And he's like, <laughs> Do you see what you did? And the worst part is like I didn't notice anything on his head, so I'm like, no, what's wrong? And like, obviously, like I he, yeah. he's hurting. Like I hit him in the head with a tennis ball, and then he's just like, just get in the car, let's leave. But like afterwards, like you know, he apologized. He realized I'm like a little kid. I don't know what I'm doing. But yeah, just I don't know any little thing. Like uh, he. Tch, I don't know. It was it was funny to me watching him go off on other people, but when it was me, <laughs> it wasn't funny. But yeah, I definitely uh acquired that trait from yeah. him. <laughs> so you say uh, that that you have that trait. Do you think that it was a social thing? You know, you learned it socially or it's sort of in your blood? Honestly, I think it's genetic. Um yeah. just cuz like I've I've to be honest with you, I notice it comes out the most in my skating. Mm. Just like it's a very impatient um, mm. reaction. Just I get I get really angry when uh, I can't. It's mainly when I can't do things that I I know I can do, like tricks I do all the time. That's when I get the most like the temper comes out. So I've I've tried. I've literally tried my hardest to like keep it in and control it but i i just can't no matter what i do like there's something in me that just makes it burst out and what happens so when when it erupts um what are the behaviors Dude, what are bad you don't want to know i i do so, <laughs> i i do want to know it's fun uh, anyone who skates with me knows it can get pretty pretty ugly like of course, there's the yelling, the curse words, all that stuff. But sometimes I like turn into a different personality. I start like mimicking people. Like, really? Yeah. People who are trying to help you, even? Yeah. No, like random people. Like I could just like I don't know, like sound like what know. Donald Duck or something. Yeah, like like was... like some random like Michael Jackson or something. <laughs> I don't know. Like I'll just like burst out into these voices <laughs> that like don't sound anything like me. But for some reason, it helps calm me down. It's like, it's so strange. You're saying you go crazy, I, basically. I think I literally go crazy for a few seconds. Which it helps, though. Like, my friend um, Lamont Holt, uh, whoever's listening, you may know who he is. Uh, He's someone who pointed out, like, he's watched me skate. He's watched me do this before. And he's like, I think you're the only person who getting mad actually helps them land the trick <laughs> like the matter i get i will get closer and eventually land the trick what do you think uh people who watch that think so if, do you do it like at a skate park or is it really when you're at like, at like a 12 set like where no one's watching um i try my hardest not to do it in public because really that, that's that's how the those rumors like oh he's an asshole or he's cocky that's how those start because they don't they don't know what's going on with me yeah for all they know i could just you know just be looking like a dick for no reason but they don't know like i've spent like three hours on a trick and 
terrified to do it but yeah i try my best not to do it at a skate park well first off when you're at a skate park the trick doesn't even matter that much so you shouldn't be getting that mad in the first place but man i want to say well to me like when i'm trying a trick on street filming it if it's not a battle for me it's not worth it it's like it's not worth it to film that trick so just that alone the battle, uh, like almost every time I film a, a trick on street, I go crazy. <laughs> well, see, because you're, um, I guess I'll speak for you because you, you probably won't say this for yourself, but it you're at you're at a level where it's you're not just doing any trick anymore. It's not just you know all in a tenster, which would be huge for me. You're actually pushing yourself. I, I would think as far as you can go, and when when you're at that brink. You know, you just go nuts. It's you're at you're at your maximum, and you're trying to get to that next level, or trying to maintain your level. Yeah, and, and it's a battle. It sounds like exactly. That's the other thing that I think comes off bad to people because, you know, like I said, I get the most angry when I'm I can't do stuff that I know I can do, like stuff I've done before. So, like for I don't know, just for example, like maybe a trick that I'm not doing in a few tries may be extremely hard for someone else. But to me, it's like, that's like a warm up trick. So I'll be getting really mad. And in their heads, they'll be like, why is he getting mad? Like, I'd be so happy if I (laughs) could do that. So that's another reason why it may like come off the wrong way to some people. Just like it, like if I try something that I I've never done before in my life, it's it takes a lot longer for me to get mad about that. Right, not, not landing because I haven't done it. Right, but it's the stuff that I've like it's like my warm up tricks. If I can't do stuff I do all the time, then I'm like, what's wrong with me? Like, why can't I do this? That's what gets me the most upset. Do you think it's different for other skaters? Um, do, for instance, um, you know we've talked about it before, but how you're saying, you know, people might take it the wrong way that like you're like this behavior where you're trying to do something that you know you can do. You've done it a hundred times. So you're, you're getting mad and you're expressing that anger. Um, do you think that's typical for other skaters? Um, do you think those rumors come around for other guys too, not just you? Um, I mean, obviously it must be other than just you, but it uh, seems like that's a big part of your skating career. Yeah, I think it does. I think some people have a better I think some other I think other people can hold it in a little bit better. But to me it's like I don't know if this is necessarily true, but it's kind of my theory. Like the more mad you get about a trick from skating means you care more about skating. Cause like I don't know. Say you're trying a trick for a long time and you just don't get mad at all. To me, that's saying like you don't give a <laughs> shit about skating. Like, oh, whatever. I don't care if I don't do this. To yeah. me, if I don't do a trick that I really want to do, I'm like, oh my God, I'm a failure. Like, what am I doing? Why can't I do this? Like, I just, it's like, I, I care so much about skateboarding. This is my entire life. It's like when I can't do something I set out to do, it's, it's just like not heartbreaking, but just, very upsetting so i feel like people who are you know get a little more mad or obviously they they care about skateboarding a lot yeah and you know it's it's like it compared to some it's like a relationship like say a a girl and a guy break up 
and whichever one it is, the girl or the guy, say one is like heartbroken over it. Well, they really love that person. If they don't really care, they probably never really liked that person in the first place. That's the way I see it. It sounds like a pure love, really. Um, because it's not, you know, for instance, imagine like a doctor or like a physicist or a chemist. They're working on some like problem, some theorem, some medicine, and they're pulling their hair out over this like cancer treatment and they're just not getting it. They're, they're trying to make this breakthrough and, and it makes sense. Like, yeah, this guy's trying to, you know, solve one of the world's biggest problems and it makes sense that this guy's going crazy. How do you measure that? You know, how, how you respond to it, to what you do, because it, obviously it's like, you know, you know, you're not curing cancer, yeah. but, but you care about it like you are. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I don't, I'm, I know I'm not saving anyone's life by doing a trick. I might be saving my own life by doing a trick, but, uh, no, I know I'm not making a huge difference in the world at all, but I do know, like, obviously, I, I do have fans and stuff out there who like to see the tricks and stuff that I do, and a, a day goes by where I don't do what I set out to do. That's like a setback, and it's like, oh, well, that's one one more thing I have to go back and do now. So it's just, like, basically just a, an upset in time. Like, you know... I, I I could have done this much stuff in this amount of time, but now I have to go back and do this. And just the whole process of going back to a spot and getting yourself hyped up and like getting that whole mental state of committing to a trick. And it, it's the worst. It's just like so it, it like you lose sleep over it, like depending on like how gnarly or insane the trick is like you for the most part, no one ever wants to go back to a spot to do a trick. But at the same time, for me, it's like, it's almost like if I don't take two trips back to a spot, it's not worth it because it was too easy. <laughs> so it's like, it's like, you, you can't win. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, you talk about that, that in a video that I saw uh, last night. You're talking about how a lot of skaters... Um, they they won't go back to the spot, or or I think you said that some skaters do and some skaters don't. But that for you, how much it means to you, you feel like you're conquered if you don't get it, and that it like haunts you in a way. You go home and you're still thinking about how you didn't do it. Absolutely, yeah. Um, you want to conquer the spot. You don't want the spot to conquer you. You know, it's like. To be honest with you, I've never been in a fight my entire life. But I imagine, you know, kind of getting a, a really hard trick at a spot that you're scared of, scared you're going to get hurt on. It's kind of like winning a fight. Like, you know, you don't know what the consequences are. You could get the shit beaten out of you. Or you this guy could be a weakling and you could come out on top. You don't know what the results are going to be. So in my head, that's kind of like... You know, if you don't get the trick at the spa, it's kind of like the guy beat you up. And now you got to kind of prove yourself. If you if you don't go back to the spa, it's kind of just like giving up and be like, all right, this guy defeated me, whatever, move on. But other people are more determined than others. You know, some people might just do the trick they're trying at a different spot. And me, I can't. I try my hardest to do the trick 
that I tried at the spot because I know I'm super OCD. <laughs> like I, I, I write lists and ch- all this stuff. Like everything has to be exactly mm-hmm. how I kind of planned it out. So if I don't go back to a spot, like the only reason for that is if it got skate stopped or like someone did yeah, the trick up or something yeah some like valid excuse but if it's like a perfectly good spot and no one's done the trick i'm not hurt i my board's not broken there's no reason to not go back i know it's going to be on my mind like i wanted to do this trick at this exact spot like even if i do this trick on let's say a better spot i'm still going to be thinking about this yeah. like why didn't i do this there like this is a, a skateboarding is like 99% mental and 1% physical. Yeah. Uh, that's how I feel. Like, you know, I really don't risk anything nowadays. Like, you know, when I was a little younger, I would like try to, you know, kick flip like a five set or something, uh, you know, do it, try it all day and never get it. Uh, now that I'm older, like I, I just don't even go for anything to like to me. Cause to me, that's like gnarly for like an average guy. And I'm too afraid to just like bust my ankles. Like, so it's interesting that you're thinking about the, these risky things. I mean, you, you're conquered by something that's, or sometimes conquered maybe, but you're willing to put so much on the line for what might to someone else not mean very much. To me, it does, of course, and to you it does, but it's like someone who doesn't know about it will say, you know, what the hell is this guy doing? Like, why, did, why does he care so much? It's just jumping down something and he's risking it all. Um, it's interesting that you're, you think about that when you go home at night, you know, you didn't, you didn't land the trick and you're still thinking about it. Uh, would, would you do these things, even if it, they weren't being filmed, if nobody would see them, would you still be doing these big sets? Uh, to be honest with you, probably not. But I mean, there was, obviously I haven't been filming my skateboarding the entire time I've been skateboarding. So like, yeah, basically all the big stairs and super risky stuff, that's kind of for entertainment value and just something to look back on. But say, like, for some reason, like, cameras didn't exist or something ever again, I would still skate. That's not going to cause me to quit skateboarding. I'm going to still skateboard no matter what. I'm still going to try to progress, just maybe not do as dangerous things, just progress in different ways, learn other tricks and, you know, but I'll that cameras definitely you know they they're motivating they they motivate anyone i mean you're lying if you're saying cameras don't motivate you to try crazier stuff yeah um so do you have any sponsors right now do you get like flow from from people yeah i ride um i ride for dvs shoes that's uh, awesome that's huge grizzly grip tape crux trucks uh rick the wheels Rockstar bearings and Lacorda threads, uh, and, and is that uh, clothing or uh, Lacorda is actually they're a shoelace belt company, oh, okay. but they make uh, apparel, so it's like a clothing shoelace belt company. Wow, uh, yeah. do you get gear from these companies? Well, yeah, I mean that's the idea. <laughs> yeah, because I, I have no idea. I I always see guys online like all the, you know they'll post on their story like they'll open a box and there's like you know ten pairs of shoes. Or like you know shirts, like just tons of shirts. Yeah, um, yeah. Is, is that sort of your experience with with these sponsors? Uh, well, yeah. I mean, I definitely get free product. 
I don't know if I get 10 pairs of shoes every <laughs> box or anything like that, but I mean, they, they take care of me. They give me as many shoes as I need. I don't go, really, you, I, don't, I don't go through shoes very quickly. So can you remember the last time you bought a pair of shoes for skating? Uh, <laughs> uh probably like five years ago. Wow. Uh, is, are, are there any things that you have to buy yourself? to like maintain this um activity you do uh it's uh well if you notice i didn't say i have a board sponsor but (laughs) uh, i have people who hook me up with boards i don't necessarily ride for the companies but i I have friends who you know run companies are down to hook me up but every now and then i'll have to buy a deck or something just because i don't want to bug my friends yeah. anymore do you, do you kind of just wait for them to give it to you or do they notice like hey your no, board's looking shipped i mean i'll like i'll hit them up i'll be like hey you know, um you able to like flow me some boards <laughs> just i mean i'll word it differently i like i'll talking to them and throw it in a conversation just so I don't like seem like yeah. I'm using people but cuz I'm not I mean generally it's like my friends that help me out yeah um but yeah I'll I'll they don't really go out of their way I'll just you know be like oh yeah so um you have the budget to like flip some boards <laughs> <laughs> and they're usually they're down to help I just kind of feel bad asking that cuz I don't ride for a certain team yeah. or anything and and that sucks I mean uh, I think I forget what video. I don't know if it was a uh, John Hill or Lamont, but one of these videos they were talking about how it's like, how the hell does Jeff not have a board sponsor? It's like it, it's sort of um, how how can I say this? It's like why why do you, why do you have to ask? It's what what's is there something wrong with you? Is there something wrong with the industry? Is there something wrong with the economy? Uh, how do you explain the fact that you even have to ask for boards think, when you're when you're at this level? I think it's all the above. <laughs> you just said, uh, I don't know, man. Uh, I, I I have had board sponsors in the past. They just like didn't really work out, pan out, or you know, quit for one reason or another. Uh, but right now, I don't know. Basically, my answer is. There's come don't get me wrong there's companies out there that have reached out to me that would like to put me on their team would I've even been offered to be quote quote pro for them yeah but you know the way I see it in this industry there are a list companies and b list companies <laughs> and even worse and, I presume uh let's just keep it to a list and b list <laughs> I'm not going to throw, throw anyone under the bus that much but yeah most of these companies are b list companies and in my head, when I was a kid, and I want, I'd like, you know, it's every, it's probably every kid's dream to be a pro skater who picks up a skateboard. Yeah. Uh, when I was younger, I, you know, I wanted to turn pro for a legitimate company, and I, that's still my goal today. So, anything in sight in terms of what you want, or you just would be happy if any company? I, not any company. I want, like, a legitimate brand that I'm, I'm stoked to be a part of to turn me pro. Like what would, I mean, I guess, you know, any kid could probably do this, but what, what, like say top five that you would be your dream, like top, top yes, five board brands. Yeah. Top dream here. Oh, when, when you tell me these top five, uh, man, 
Yeah, I got to take a second to think. I know the first one. What's uh, the first one? Enjoy. That's okay. my that's my favorite board company. Uh because of the writers or just, just the quality every, everything the boards are good the team's sick their image is like funny as hell they're just super yeah. sarcastic uh th- all their <laughs> every one of their ads is hilarious <laughs> uh just yeah they're they're awesome who's on enjoy uh it's uh, louis barletta caswell berry enzo catella uh, dude, Enzo's insane. He, dude. he did a huge kickflip. I don't know the spot, but it's like a huge yeah, like ten block or something. Uh, yeah, I know the spot. It's like the hu- it's one of the biggest he's, kickflips. He's I've ever one of seen. my favorite skaters. He's yeah, he's insane, dude. Just turned pro for them. Oh, really? What this year or um, last year in like November? But yeah, uh, yeah, they got a bunch of other people. They're a super sick team. Uh, what do you? How do you? Not how do you feel? But would you uh, accept a, a Baker? Sponsors. Of course. <laughs> no, Baker's awesome. Is that top five or no? Um, it was my favorite company back in the day. Um, I don't know. They they're kind of different now. I don't necessarily know if they're like top five now. Um, another one. Hmm. Fuck, man. I need to think for a second. Yeah, it's I, hard. I forget like what companies are out there. Um. I like blind a lot. A lot of my friends ride for blind. So just the fact yeah. that I have a lot of friends over there, that would be cool. Yeah. Um, death wish. I like death, death wish, a wish. Lot, which is like, you know, they're, they're like the sister company of Baker, but yeah. just, I don't know. I kind of like their image a little bit more. It's a little different than yeah. Baker. Um, what else? You you would sign so the, those like few companies you listed. Would you sign like next day? So like, hey Jeff, we kind of want you know we want you on. Absolutely, <laughs> yeah, of course, no doubt, no questions. Yeah, yeah. It seems like those companies. Um, I, I'd really love to see the numbers, but it seems like they they pay their their guys well, or these guys are real pros, like we were talking about, in the sense that they're taken care of by these companies. Yeah. Um. You you were talking earlier about how now a lot of guys have to rely on multiple sponsors to even just hang on. Yeah. What, what do you think about that? Uh, is that a sign of the times? Has it always been that way? Are no, people greedier now? Yeah, it's definitely a sign of the times. There was a point where, well, I mean, I don't know 100%, but from what I've heard, people would people would be able to rely on just like board sales back like 10, 15 years ago. Yeah. And then the economy kind of crashed. And not only that, there's just so many board brands now is super saturated that, you know, people are just buying boards from every type of brand, but it's not just the top five, 10. Yeah. They're that are out it's there. It's like top hundred now. It seems like. Yeah. So you do the math. It's like kids are buying boards from every which way. It's not just, you know, if you make it on this team, like you're gonna make this much money. It's 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 a lot different nowadays. So yeah, I think it's a sign of the times, not really yeah. anything else. Well, you were saying you listed a few of the uh, sponsors you have. I mean, in my opinion, that, that sounds like making it. You know, do you feel like you've made it? Mm, no, but I mean, 
that kind of sounds greedy and selfish in a way. Or no, because like mean, you're you're experiencing it yourself, so I, you you have a place to say that. Yeah, I'm just. I mean, because don't get me wrong, I'm super thankful for everything that's like. Yeah, ever been given to me through skateboarding. Even and now, then, every package you get, you're like, yeah, absolutely, yeah, absolutely, yeah. I appreciate it all, and I know there's tons of kids who would kill to be in my position, get, you know, any type of sponsor that I listed. But at the same time, it's like it's not where I want to be. I want to yeah. be like one of those A-list people who's, you know, making super good board sales and relying on just, you know, not having to rely on a bunch of sponsors to to make it and just. I don't know. Like, uh, it's a goal of mine to be in street league one day. Yeah, I mean, you're you're super consistent. Like, uh, that's what I noticed in the like the braille edit. You're, like, you like I think you like triple flip. What is it? A five or what is that? Yeah, it's like a five stair. You're like doing all these tricks, like just back. Excuse me, back to back, and uh, you know, I, I I don't know the guy's name, but he's like going crazy every time you like land something. Yeah. Um, I, I you probably do pretty well. I I would think in in uh, street league. Do you think you would hold up your end? considering the talent that are that's in that competition well i don't know man there's so, like everyone in street league is amazing unbelievable um i don't know I, i'm not the greatest contest skater i just i kind of get the nerves sometimes so i don't know if they would kick in there or the thought of the consequences of doing well in a contest like that maybe i just would block it all out and not <laughs> care and just try my hardest. I don't really know. I've never been in the position, but I feel like say I was invited to do one, I would I would definitely train. Like yeah. it kind of sounds weird to train for <laughs> skateboarding, but it's yeah. it's like nowadays it's what's coming to. It's become it's going to be an Olympic sport. It's it's you know, people are going to be training for that. Yeah. So, oh yeah. Yeah, I'm expecting that. Well, aren't they assembling like a an Olympic team? Uh yeah, there is an Olympic team. Um, to, but to my knowledge, it's they pick the team this year, but it can change by the time the Olympics happen, just due to like contest rankings and stuff like that. Yeah, because that's what's based on. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's based on the top pe- contest people, basically. Yeah, so that can change within a year, but they have a rough idea of who's gonna be in it. Yeah, I'm um. I was talking to a friend. He didn't agree, but I was, I'm imagining that in the near future, just like basketball and football, there are these optimal like bodies that like do these sports. It seems like, you know, okay, this height and this weight, this muscular uh, stature seem to be the best people to like be on a football team. Um, I wonder, I, I obviously don't have the answer, but I wonder if skateboarding will be similar where it's like, Maybe not a body type, but it's like you just think of the athleticism where I don't know if it's muscle that matters or, you know, because I see like big guys doing like crazy stuff and you wouldn't think heavy guys could do big stuff. Yeah. Um, do you think there's some optimal body type or is it purely um, variable? It, you know, anybody can be the best. Yeah, literally anyone can be the best because you got like, you got like Jamie Foys who are a little bigger. You got, yeah. uh, yeah, like trying to think, try like Andrew Reynolds, yeah. super tall, lanky guy. Like I don't know, you got all types of body types in there. Like anyone can be a great skateboarder. It doesn't it really. I couldn't tell you what 
body type is better for skateboarding. I yeah. used to have an idea. I used to think like if you were lighter, yeah, it, that's it what would, I thought. You'd be like more aerodynamic and less prone to injury. But there, there are people out there proving me wrong. There's, yeah, there's a lot of heavy set people who are really, really good at skateboarding. It, it's surprising to see. Ever since I was a kid, I thought like, oh, I'm skinny. You know, I can like do like acrobatic stuff. You know, I would always think I was more athletic than like bigger guys. Um, but now that I'm older and I'm seeing like some of these bigger looking guys skate, I'm like, dude, they're like, you know, feebling like tall rails. Like how, how are they doing that? And like, I'm not, and w- which proves me wrong. It, you know, it, do- it doesn't, you don't have to be skinny per se to yeah, like, you know, hit rails and stuff. Uh, yeah. The extra muscle comes in handy. Yeah. Um, so we were talking about, uh, your, you were on the news. I don't know. I think it was this year or last year. Uh, you were seen by Tony Hawk and he asked you that fateful question or, or that I should say command. He commanded you to do a kickflip. Um, how, what was that like for you? It was insane. It was one of the most surreal moments of my life. And I'm not just saying that, like there's only been a few moments in my life where I had to pinch myself afterwards. And that was one of them. Uh, it was the most random thing. Uh, so basically it happened in Carlsbad at uh the the Poods skate park and I don't even live in Carlsbad I live in LA which is like 2 hours from Carlsbad and by chance you were there that day that moment Yeah it was so random I was there to meet up with some guy who uh was visiting from Australia and was just there for a few days and I decided to meet up with him that day and while I was waiting for him at the skate park, I was just, you know, two hour drive, got car legs. I'm just warming up in the parking lot. And to be honest with you, I was pissed off at first. I just <laughs> like doing my thing and I see a car pull up all slow and I'm like, what the hell does this guy want? And then I see the door open or not the door, the window roll down. And I'm like, is that Tony Hawk? Am I? What? And then. <laughs> I heard him talk, and I'm like, oh, my God, this is Tony Hawk. But the first thing you literally heard him say, was it do a kickflip, or did he say something else? I think that was literally the first thing he said to me. Yeah, do a kickflip. And then I'm like, I'm just like, you're Tony Hawk. And then he's like, yeah, go do a kickflip. And I'm like, really? Do a kick? Or no, no, no. He's like, no, 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 no. Okay, so, yeah, he said do a kickflip. I'm like, you're Tony Hawk. And he's like. We do a double flip, and I'm like, hey, we know who you are, and I'm like, really, a double flip? Come on! <laughs> and then he's like, do any flip, and I'm like, all right, I can't screw this up. And I was just, just land the kick flip, and because I whatever, and I I did the kick flip. I was happy I didn't mess up. Got some headphones, and then I was like, wow, dude, nice to meet. You. Like I really wanted to talk to him, and then he just drove off. <laughs> kind of felt bad, but then. It's cool. Whatever. I mean, he drives away. Are you thinking like, okay, the car's the car's gone? Did that really just happen? Like, did that yeah, actually happen? Because I don't see the car anymore. Yeah, I, I don't know, man. It was like I can't explain the feeling. It's it, it felt like a dream. I mean, what's so odd is that you were then also on the news for that. Yeah, I right. Don't, I don't get that. I didn't think. They gotta find better stuff to put on the news. Like that's not that important. Or it's funny because there are so many clips of Tony Hawk doing that, yet they picked your clip. Well, no, there were. They played a few of the clips, but mine happened to be in that 
montage or whatever. Did you see yourself on the news? Were you at home? Like, no, I, I didn't. Uh, Chase Gabor from the <laughs> barracks posted about it, and then I didn't even see that. But my friend told me he shared the video with me. I'm like, holy You're shit! Like, oh, what the hell? I'm on the news. I'm gonna tell my mom. <laughs> uh, do you have a? Uh, well, I guess you just have it saved on Instagram. Do you, you can you just like find it anytime you want to watch that? Yeah, yeah, it's on my Instagram. The little clip. or uh, did the barracks post that or or no? Um, possibly. I thought I, they might have posted. That I mean, clip. Chase Gabor is the filmer for the barracks. He posted the clip. Yeah, um, yeah. But yeah, I was just like, what the hell? Why is this on the news? <laughs> so it's so weird. So you get noticed by Tony Hawk in a parking lot. Um, any skate park do you go to? Are you recognized at least by one person? Or are there times where nobody knows who you are? Uh, well, in my head, I think. I think so. I think almost oh, here's all right. Basically, that's the wrong question. It's like, <laughs> do, do people speak up to me every time I go to escape? Because I don't know yeah. if people know me. Yeah. I can just assume. Sometimes I'll go to parks and people be like, well, I mean, of course, there's people that I would just know because I know them. But then there's like strangers who be like, oh, what's up? You're that Jeff guy. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And then there's other times I'll go to parks and people will just be like super silent. But they'll be looking at me. <laughs> you, yeah. And I'm like either like either like I there's something on my face or they recognize me or something. Right. Or maybe the tricks I'm doing are just look stupid. But yeah, one way or another, like either it's they say something or is. Maybe I'm just paranoid. I feel like they're looking at me. Yeah, I, I would think word would get around, too. Like, it would just take one person to know, and then, like, oh, that's Jeff. And then all of a sudden, yeah. ten people know. Yeah, and then another thing is, too, like, those times where people will see me and just not say anything. They'll just be looking. Like, later that night, I'll get a message <laughs> on Instagram and be like, dude, I saw you at the skate park. And I'll be like, well, why didn't you say anything? And they're like, well, I was scared. I'm like, what? I'm not going to bite you? Like... Uh, I'm seriously, I'm a nice guy. If you ever see me, just talk to me. I'm not going to be mean or anything. Yeah, that's, um, I think the coolest thing about meeting you is that all the things that I saw online, and by the way, it's not like every guy in the world like talks trash to you or talks trash about you online. It's probably like a, a pretty decent ratio of people that actually like you, support everything you do. But you know these like mean comments that 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 you see, just people talking about your style or your trick selection. Uh, they treat you like you're some sort of like like bad guy or something. And like I'm, I'm sit- a villain. I'm sitting here in front of you. I'm like, this is one of the nicest guys I've I've met. Like you know, you, you have no reason to be here talking to me yet. Here you are because you thought it was worth doing, and and for that alone, it seems. Yeah, man. I I don't know. There's just. Uh... My theory on it is kind of just like a herd mentality. It's like, you know, like, I don't know who, I don't know where this all started from or whatever, just trash talking or whatever, but people probably see like, like, oh, is that, that's a cool thing to do. So I'm going to go do it too. I may not know anything about this guy, but my, my friend is doing it. So I'm going to go join them. And sometimes it's even for like the likes, you know, I'll find myself not trash talking people, but you know, it'll be a meme page and I'll try to come up with something funny. And all of a sudden you check back, like, oh, there's like five likes on this thing. Oh, 
I better do that again. So it's yeah. like people, you know, you, you probably look at some of your comments and you see some of them have like hundreds of likes and it's like, oh, well, you can see the incentive there. Dude, they, yeah. They want- I, speaking of that, I commented on like Nyjah Houston's video yesterday and I get, mm-hmm. I'm not exaggerating. It had 2,500 likes <laughs> in less than, in less than one day. Wow. And that's insane to me. Yeah. I, like, was it a particularly clever comment? I mean, it, it, it was a pretty, it was a pretty long thought out comment, but still like 2,500 likes. So that's like a lot of followers to people. Yeah. 2,500. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's so, all people would like probably literally kill to have 2,500 likes. To be honest, likes. off that comment, I think I got 200 followers from really? that, from that comment, <laughs> leaving that comment. Do but, you, do you yeah. get comments? I mean, not comments that uh, do you get follows daily, you know, with the numbers you're pushing? Dude, uh, it, it's it's strange like people think like i have like 90k whatever followers they probably think like, oh he gets followers he's followers all the time i do but i lose followers oh all really the time. it's like it's, it's a back like, and forth it's like an equal amount honestly i probably really? lose the same amount in a day that i gain so really? unless like a page posts me or something i really don't get that many followers anymore hmm. i feel like at this point it's like I feel like most people know who I am, so they've either followed me or don't right. give a shit about me. I mean, yeah, you know, the skate community is getting bigger and bigger, you know, every day that goes by. But at some point, I, you're probably right there. You know, there are, you know, so only so many skaters out there and there is a good chance that, you know, they, they know who you are. So it, it makes sense what you say, they whether they chose to follow you or not. Um, so, so you've done a ton of insane tricks. Like you've, kick flipped what you call skate lab toro <laughs> you've laser flipped like you know so many like stair sets you've triple flip stuff double flip stuff switch i, I think it's a switch um big heel is, is that you do that do you do that often it's, i think it's a switch. I do switch big heels but you might be thinking of the switch big spin hard flip trick yeah yeah you so all of this in the bag why why don't you get more credit why is it why aren't you blowing up like a like some of these other people do you think that you're on par with a lot of these big skaters um dude to be honest with you it's it's the style thing like what do you mean what what do you mean by the style thing there's some tricks i do that look okay but like the triple flips and the to be honest with you any trick that involves a kickflip with me because i I'm going to be perfectly honest with you. I never learned how to kickflip properly. Like, I kick down on my Mm kickflips, and it's kind of, like, looked down upon in skating. Like, you don't flick out on your flips. It doesn't look that good. So, I don't know. And people just, I don't know. I don't know why. I In my head, when I was younger, I thought the more flips, like, the more points. Like, I thought it was a better trick. But I grew up and found out, like, oh, People don't think that's it's that cool. I, I'm a little sad to hear that it, it sounds like you agree with these people. I because when I when I when I I've been thinking about it more and more, and style that's arbitrary. You know, it's like like cooking or something. Like yeah, people can measure to some extent, but really it's just people choosing to think something is is of a quality. So it sounds like you agree with these people who are saying you don't have a good style dude to be honest i think it just got to my head like before i'm gonna be perfectly honest with you before i moved to california 
I was completely oblivious to anyone <laughs> hating me. Like, well, I, did I, did I, people hate on you even when you were in New I'm Jersey? I'm sure they did. Well, how wouldn't you have known? It seems like you know it now, but how didn't you know before? I was I was not on social media as much. Mm. Like, my only way was like YouTube or whatever, and that's only so many people. So, like, I was completely oblivious to it until I moved to California. So the whole time I'm out skating, doing my thing, I'm just thinking like, oh yeah, like. Yeah, I'm, every, I'm, everyone, I'm doing triple flips. Yeah, like, this is like, awesome. I mean, like, how many people are doing these tricks? Like, they have to be cool. Like, everyone's on my side. And then I move out here, and then I start hearing, like, oh, dude, anything with more than one flip's fucking stupid. Or, like, just, like, oh, it looks so ugly. Like, in my head, like, I don't, I don't think any trick is ugly. I think, you know, I think all skateboarding is awesome. Like, yeah. I'll net. I may hate on people, but I will right. never hate on anyone skateboarding. Like I think really? anything I appreciate any skateboarding. Like literally any skateboarding. I will not hate on anyone. So for you're saying you're saying you see a guy skate into the park mongo footed, you know, he doesn't have any technique and he's enjoying it. There's not one bit of you that's like, you know, this guy sucks, like he's taking up space. Well, I mean, of course, I'm like, I'm not going to think he's amazing at skateboarding, but I'm not going to hate him for it. I'll just, you know, I, if he's having fun, fuck it. I'll, I'll, I'll support it. Like, cool, whatever. He may not be pushing the correct way, the proper way, but he's having fun doing it. Who cares? And do you think that he deserves the space? And, and I say that because I, I go to the skate park and I see so many kids standing on the sideline with their board they show up and they stand on the sideline the whole day and i think it's because they're afraid to be judged they're afraid they're taking up space um maybe they're just simply afraid um what do you what would you say to kids like that who show up to the skate park and all they do is stand on the sidelines because they're afraid they aren't good enough i say you shouldn't care because for the most part no one's paying attention to you like no one's watching you especially if you're a beginner no one like it sounds messed up, but I'm being brutally <laughs> honest. No one's paying attention to what you're doing. They're probably paying attention to what they're doing, trying their own tricks. And if they are watching you, they have no life, and you shouldn't care about what anyone with no life thinks about you. You shouldn't care about what anyone thinks about you anyway, but especially right. those type of people who like have nothing better to do than to rag on someone who's just yeah. a beginner trying to learn how to skate. Yeah, that's true. It's like why should I care about some guy who's judging me? He's like a hundred times better. It's like what? And he's talk talking trash about me like exactly. a kid. It's like, what, what good is that guy's opinion? It, it can only hurt. Me. And, and dude, I hate to say it, but I have been there. I've seen legitimate pro skaters hating on like kids learning how to skate. And I'm like, this guy is the biggest piece of shit. Like, how is he professional? That's you've seen, the, did I, you say you, you've seen pros? Yes. Act that I have way. seen pros talking shit about kids. Just kids. Please tell me you don't mean actually kids. Like, like I don't sure. know how old they are, but, but like 12, 13, you like, know, like teenagers. Yeah. Yeah. Just like learning how to skate. I'm like, that is fucked up. You are the opposite of professionalism. I don't care how good you are yeah. at skateboarding. That is, that's fucked up. Like I, it, it hurts me to see people do that. Yeah. It, it it's painful. It's like you know you're you're uh, a champ. You should be a champion for these kids. I mean they're they are giving you a career. You know mm -hmm. the, these kids being your fans. These people who don't know how to skate very well look up to you. It's like you're you're stepping on. It's it's like uh, biting that the hand that feeds. It's exactly. like these are the people giving you 
a life. Like giving you a career, yeah. Yeah, I, I think that's messed up. I if I I mean I'm not some like, you know, God or anything, but you know, if I can and I notice it I, and I see a kid standing there, it's like, dude, just get out there. Like who gives a shit? Like like dude, you'll get better. Exactly, don't worry about but it. But some kids don't have that tenacity or like that that confidence to just not give a shit and get out there. Some kids are just really timid and shy. Like I, I was one of those kids growing up. Like I, I, I was always kind of scared of people judging me. And before it, you were very good, like when yeah, you were just starting yeah, of out, of course. Like I, I learned most of my tricks in my driveway <laughs> because no one was there to judge me. Yeah, like if you watch my old YouTube videos, I'm just like either in my driveway or this factory like learning tricks off loading docks because no one was there to like judge me or yeah which goes to like that's kind of why i do the tricks i do too like the kind of the weird tricks yeah. you don't see too often because i i, I kind of it's kind of a blessing that i i grew up in jersey instead of cali and mm-hmm. i it's it's funny i say that because like i on the other end i'm like i wish i grew up in cali it's <laughs> yeah. like who knows where i what could have happened but like at the same time i wouldn't have been myself I would have been like going by other people's judgments. Like if I say yeah. I started was learning triple flips or something at the skate park, I'm sure someone would have been like, dude, that's stupid. You shouldn't do that. And you might have stopped. Yeah, I probably would have been like, oh, fuck. All right. Yeah. yeah oh, I, I better should. not do that. And then like just the, the me doing my own thing the whole time I'm out in Jersey kind of brought out like the most talent in myself. Like I did what I thought was cool and mm-hmm. what was good. Which and it, is what's important, honestly. And it was what individualized me from everyone else. Like, there's a reason that I kind of have gotten known. Yeah, I guess. You, you stand out for a reason. Which, that's like my advice to kids. If you want to make a career out of skateboarding or get known or get famous, whatever you want, you gotta you gotta stand out. You can't be like everyone else because there's so many good skateboarders nowadays, and they all blend in together. The only way you're gonna be known or stick out is you gotta do your own thing and not listen to like what the mentality of what is nor what is quote quote normal because I don't know I don't I just be yourself be cool be individual and that's my best advice I um I I asked a cup I asked around a little bit about you. Just sent sent a few messages to people that I know um, who I won't name. Just you know, just because you have a reputation, um, I've I've heard that you, I've heard about your temper. Um, I think I forget what video it was, uh, but it, I think his name was Eddie Jerry. <laughs> he, he makes a comment in one of those videos. He's like, "Oh yeah, he has a temper." And then like in that video, they show you throwing your skateboard and stuff. Oh yeah. So you uh, know, you, Eddie Eddie is one of my. Uh, he's a friend of mine. He's a filmer. Yeah, does he work for what is it? NK? No, 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 no. We, we, we all like know him, but he never like got paid to film for him or anything. Oh, I see. Uh, but that comment sort of stood out to me um, because I I had heard that. Like I I had seen people saying, "Oh yeah, you know Jeff, uh, you know, oh at Venice, you know he can't land a trick after an hour and he starts throwing his board around or something." So I was like, "Okay, I want to see what people have to say about him." And uh, do you mind if I read something that someone said? No, go for I, it. I know you have a thick skin. It's not like crazy, but it, it, it appears to be wrong to me. Okay. Um, it says, I think his skating is one thing people hate on, and I get it sort of, though I enjoy watching some of his clips just to be like, what the fuck? But his personality is what puts me off a little bit. Uh, some of his, Some of his captions and things I've heard about him weird me out. 
Does that reflect you? I don't at know what all? they mean by captions. I, everything I put, I don't think is inappropriate. <laughs> yeah, I yeah, I, I don't know. I, I wish I'd gotten a specific, um, but I'm wondering if do you ever put on some weird flavor? Like, do you ever like have like a snide comment about something? Like, oh, guess I'm not going to get you know noticed today, even though it's like an awesome clip or something. Can you think of anything that would make somebody think that? Uh, yeah, no, I'm, I mean, I'm a hundred percent. I'm like super sarcastic. I like, that's the other thing. People who don't know me don't get my humor. Like they might, <laughs> they might think I'm being dead serious, but I'm being super sarcastic. I'm like almost everything I say is sarcastic. So right. like someone might think I'm dead serious when I'm just like fucking around. Like I'll like, yeah, for example, maybe I'll do a trick. I'll watch it. And I'll be like, well, wasn't as good as that slappy on the curb I just saw. <laughs> and then like people, all of a sudden people, people are think I'm like, you know, making fun of people who do slappies. Like, yeah, in a sense, I guess I'm just, yeah, kind of. But like, I really, I don't have anything against people who do that trick. I'm just like, cause like you, what I think we we're, were talking about this, how like these like pages like port just want to post up like what's in like what's cool and like obviously that type of skating is like a little bit more popular than the stuff that i do even though it may i don't i'm not gonna go any further not gonna (laughs) say anything else but yeah Yeah, let's just say i I will say something like that so whoever commented that i could see where they're coming from wow i i think that's very interesting that you have this ability um I think an ad, an admirable quality where you're act. I just read a criticism to you, and rather than shrug shrug it off and be like, "Eh, that guy's an asshole," you you actually thought about it. You actually considered w- what the person said, and and in a small way, you're saying you agree that it's not quite accurate. People are misreading you, but that you can understand. And I think. That that's a good quality. Some people don't hear criticism at Dude, all. I don't think I'm perfect at all. I know some of this, a lot of the stuff I say may sound messed up to people, but I'm a weird guy. Like a lot of the <laughs> stuff, I, I'm just I, I'm a like that's the thing. People just they don't know me. They don't they that's the problem. They don't yeah. know my personality. They don't. I don't know anyone who knows me gets my humor and knows I'm just like I'll never. I'll never mean anything bad by anything I say. I'm just messing around. So probably whoever that was maybe just took something I said out of context or something. Um, let's see. I've got uh, one more. And these aren't, you know, it's not like this is like Eric Costner or something. It's, you know, these are just people that I, that I yeah, know. I, mean, and, I, I figured it wasn't like. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> uh, so one more. And these aren't that bad, I don't think. I think it's just like it was just thoughts they had about you. And you know, they, they've never met you. Mm-hmm. Um, another one is. He gets a lot of hate because his tricks are pretty whack and doesn't pop anything, but he definitely does some gnarly shit. I'm pretty sure he is kind of cocky when it comes to skateboarding, maybe because he's the only one who can do the tricks he does. But at the same time, nobody wants to be doing those tricks. In all honesty, what he does is hard, but it's just not appealing to the skate community. Maybe he just thinks he's the best because he's doing stuff nobody else is doing. Is there any? Do you find any? And, and you said to that? I've, I've never met any no. of these people. No, these are just people. Well, who there it goes to show. How does he know? I think I'm the best. Have has he ever heard me say that? Uh, I doubt it. I doubt it. Well, there you go. Then you, everything he said is just irrelevant. Yeah. So when you, I don't think I'm the best at all. I don't think I'm. I don't even think I'm good. Like I talk shit about my own self all the time. So 
I don't know. Go on do, with are, your question. Like, do, do your feelings get hurt when you like read something like that? Or it's like, dude, it's like, you don't even know me. Like, or are you, have you kind of developed an immunity yeah, like, to that? I would. Yeah. I mean, there's no point anymore. It's like, I'd love to say that, but there's no point. Like I could say that, but it just kind of looks like a cry for help in a way. Like, yeah. You don't even know me. Like, yeah, just no, show, I it's like you. showing like I, it's like making them think I care, but I really don't care that yeah. much. I got um, another one, but it's more of like a defense, I would say. Um, Jeff is a talented skater with some amazing and crazy tricks. I think a lot of people appreciate his skating. There are always haters, of course, especially with all the attention he gets. I think people have different reasons to hate. Some people don't like his style. Some people just like to criticize everything for no reason. I think some people hate out of jealousy. I can't know for sure what people's reasons are. Some people feel better about themselves when they pick other people apart. It never makes sense to me why there are so many haters and judgmental people. I'm not sure about his attitude. I met him once and have talked to him a few times. He seems nice to me. How do you feel about a comment like that? Seems pretty genuine. I don't know. You they, said they said they met they met me, so it's a little more credible than the last comment. That's true. That that's actually a very good uh, thing to point out. This is someone who has actually been in the in the room with you, and mm-hmm. apparently, and just, just like I have, you know, just, I had, just to point it out. Do you notice? Like, okay, so those first two people, they uh-huh. both never met me. Both never met you. This person has. Yes. Do you notice this comment sounds nicer. Yeah, a lot. Well, a lot nicer. Do you? Uh, do, you do you? I wonder why. I, I think it's an important lesson. Um, I it's hard to fault people for having opinions. It's like it's so easy to like think things about others. Um, are we always right? No. Um, but just look at the difference meeting someone is uh, meeting someone does. It's like mm-hmm. you know, it's so easy to not like someone you don't know. Exactly. Of course, I mean it's just it's just a, a figment of your imagination at that point. Like, you know, people might have this picture of you or somebody in their head and that's, it's, it's a straw man. Basically it's, they're, they're attacking someone who actually doesn't exist. You're, you're not the person people are, are attacking. That's not you. Yeah. It's just whatever the, the internet makes me out to be, I guess. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. It's it's um sad. I, I'm happy to say that uh, you're a nice guy. Anybody who ever asks me, I will have no problem uh, defending you. It's like it's how it's like how can I possibly let? It's like if someone said something about you, it's like uh, well, I know the guy. It's not true. <laughs> you know, it's like I I I met the damn guy. Um, you said something interesting in one of your videos. Um, I, I can't remember which one because I saw so many, but you said. People give up after a certain amount of trip uh, of trips to a spot. We were sort of talking about this before. Mm-hmm. He said, people give up after a certain amount of trips to a spot. But to me, I hate the feeling of having a spot or trick conquer me. It's the equivalent of getting the shit beaten out of you. I don't want to lose a fight. I want to land the tray. It's going to feel that much better if you had to work that hard for the trick. It's the most unexplainable, best feeling in the world when you finally get it after so many hours and attempts clocked in to do one thing that is good. One thing that lasts for a millisecond. Is that why you skateboard? That feeling? Yeah, basically. It's, I don't know. It's, it's, 
it's the only thing in the world that can give me that feeling of that sense of accomplishment and satisfaction. Like, you know, I don't know. You can like go to a, an ordinary job and fulfill your goals and stuff, but it's not the same thing. It's like stuff that anyone can really do. Skateboarding is like something that you created that you might be the only person who can actually do that in the entire world. And knowing that no one else may ever do it again. And you just did that. It's, it's, I don't know. It's just like a superior feeling. I can't, that, like yeah. you have to be a skateboarder to know what I'm talking about. It's just like it's you just forget about every bad thing ever while you're doing like the trick. Like I said, it lasts like a millisecond, but while, yeah. it's like it feels so much longer when you do it yeah. because it's such a good feeling. Yeah. So it, it is almost unexplainable. Like even like you know you're saying you have to be a skateboarder. Um, you know I'll kick up like a two stair. And like it feels good. It just it just feels good. It's, it's like, like a drug. It's like it's like yeah. ecstasy kind. Of. I mean, I've never done ecstasy, but I'd imagine it's kind of like that. You just feel so good off like just doing a trick. Yeah, my body just like feels washed. Like I just feel like chemicals in my brain just like firing off. It just, it just feels good to do anything. And really, you know, I find myself just like happy just skating around the skate park, not even like doing anything. Just mm-hmm. like being like, wow, like I'm, I'm just happy right now. Yeah. Do, do you know that feeling? Yeah. I mean, there's nothing to be mad about. Like, yeah. If you're not, especially if you're just cruising around a skate park, like you're not trying any trick or anything. There's nothing to be mad about. You're just having fun, enjoying life. Yeah. So, uh, just to kind of turn turn the uh, the wheel a little bit. Um, you you said you're uh, you're your father passed away and, uh, and I told you how my grandfather passed away, um, a couple of years ago. And it sort of, I, I think about my grandfather every day and I, I sort of saw him turn to nothing. Um, and you know, probably the saddest thing I've ever seen. Uh, did, what was the experience like for you? Um, well, it was, I don't know. It was pretty quick for my dad. Uh, at the time, well, okay. So, I was in college at the time and uh I would come home every summer uh just to visit and I would stay at his apartment like over the weekends and stuff and um first couple years I was doing that it was like you know it was normal my dad was himself and then like I think it was after my my junior year yeah I came home and like he seemed pretty normal but then he Mm -hmm. like like just like casually was like oh jeff i have lung cancer really yeah like just like not even like kidding like no warning like i have something to tell you like wow he was just like jeff i have lung cancer and i'm like i thought he was joking i was like what why you stopped smoking like 20 years ago and like he's like no i'm serious like I'm going to chemotherapy and all this stuff. Wow. And I'm like, holy shit. Like, that's, that's crazy. And I like, I knew people who've had cancer in the past and like some people can last longer than others, like yeah. a couple years or so. But then, uh, I went back to school. It was my senior year. I finished that and he was like so sick. He couldn't even go to my graduation. 
And he, then he was I, alive though. He was alive, yeah, but he couldn't go on a plane or anything. Right. And I'm down in Florida, so. Mm-hmm. And then I came back that summer, and he was bad shape. Like he was in the hospital. Like I just saw him, like you know, just looking worse and worse. Was I'm like, he conscious? Yeah, he was conscious, but like barely. Like he barely recognized me. Yeah. And I'm just like, fuck. I didn't think I'd see this day ever. Like, I knew it was going to happen, but, like, I just, like, never really pictured it. Like, I never yeah. really, like, thought about it. Like, it's just, when you're a kid, you just think your parents are going to live forever. Yeah. And then, it's just, it was a big reality check. I'm like, fuck, like, you know, everyone in my life is going to die eventually, but shit. So, yeah, it was just a big reality check, and then he passed away, and I don't know, that was, like, the most I've cried you know, yeah. long because like yeah i don't know like i i really didn't think it would hit me that hard because i saw it coming i knew yeah. he was gonna die like i knew that yeah. year he was gonna die it was just like when i got that phone call it just like everything in my world oh. just like stopped like yeah. it felt like my it felt like my heart stopped i was like holy fucking wow. shit i'm never gonna see him ever again and yeah it was yeah, it was the worst yeah. feeling I ever had. Yeah, I um, it, I, I'm really kind of stunned that that you're saying that. Uh, just because my grandpa went the same way, um, he he actually died at home, and we saw. I mean, God, we saw the whole progression. Um, uh, I I almost didn't believe it, you know, because like we knew he had cancer. He told us, and you know, they were going to the doctor, and he was going through chemo, and. You know, it just didn't like, yeah, he'll get over it. Like, you know, I, that was almost the feeling like, eh, you know, he, he looks fine now. And then like, I think the last three months, it really just uh, progressed like, like so fast to where he was so thin, like so thin. I like I, yeah. looking at his arms made me cry. He was so thin and and looked so feeble. It, it, it was just the saddest thing I'd ever seen. Because he was such like a, a a manly man, like he didn't like to be treated like a, a a child, a child who couldn't take care of himself, and yeah. it hurt him to 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 be taken care of like that. And um, I remember the last the last time I saw him conscious, I, he was at home, and uh, the the uh, the doctors came because you know we we had hospice coming to the house and stuff. And I remember I just picked him up because he couldn't stand on his own, and I laid him down. And I was just like, you know, I, I got you, Grandpa. I got you. And I, I laid him down. And he, he closed his eyes. And basically the medicine just kept him unconscious until he died. Um, and uh, it was tough. It You know, like you said, a reality check. Uh, it, ever, like ever since then, I've just like been so aware at, like that people are going to go. And, and I think about it daily. I, I try so hard not to think about it. But it's just a fact that you know, the deepest love we have, you know, for people, our, our mothers, our, our wives, our girlfriends, our, our fathers just lead to, to tragedy. And, and it's so sad. Yeah. Uh, do you, do you have any, you know, since you've kind of gone through that, do you have any advice or thoughts on how people can sort of make their way through that? Um, I would definitely tell people to appreciate their loved ones as much as they can, because you never know when, they're going to go, but uh, if you've had someone you love recently go, I would just say, um, you know, for me, it's like, 
I I definitely reminisce on the the good times that we had, but at the same time, I try not to harp on it yeah. too much. Like if you, the more you think about it, the more depressed you're gonna be. So like, just try to leave it as it is, and you know, accept it. There's nothing you can do. You can't change it. So I don't know. I don't know if that's good advice or not. But I just try not to think about it as much as I can. Or you can have it motivate yourself, like. I don't know. Uh, my dad like supported my skating more than anyone. Really? Uh, yeah, a hundred percent. The most supportive person, would you say? Yeah, a hundred percent. So yeah, and I know he always wanted me to like go pro or whatever. So that's kind of my motivation too, in a sense. Um, so yeah, whoever it may be, whatever they, whatever uh, they were towards you, you could use it to motivate yourself. That may make the pain less, knowing that like you could, you could work towards something that they uh, they would be proud to see you doing, and know that they wouldn't want to see you depressed or sad mm. or anything. So just not thinking about the subject as much would make just a whole better situation. When you think of your father, do you? picture him when he's when he was well or do you imagine him when he was you know at his no, worst? I, I think of him when he was like healthy i wasn't even around him that much when he was sick so i don't mm. to be honest i don't even remember what he really looked like too much which is a good thing i have like a, a, a good healthy image of him when i think of him yeah well that took a turn there um i i, I did want to bring that up because um it, you know death is such an important part of our life and we all will go through it. Um, and, and I was always very curious. Uh, I wondered, so, um, does, so that death, did, did it take a big toll on you? Or are you different because of that? Like the way you live your life or are you kind of just the same guy? No, I'm, I'm the same guy. I mean, obviously it, it, it got me sad for a while, but I don't, my lifestyle didn't change. I'm not a different person at all. Like, I don't, I don't, I'm not a, I don't pity anything or anything like that. You know, if any, I don't, I don't, I don't go, I don't, I don't go around telling people, oh, my dad died. Like, you yeah. know, if people ask, I'll, or if people ask about my parents, I'll tell them, yeah, my dad passed away, but I yeah. don't make a big deal out of it. They'll be like, oh, I'm so sorry. I'm like, it's, it's okay. It was years yeah. ago, whatever. It didn't change me, really. Are there, um, so not not about your father, but in terms of yourself, are th are there things about yourself that you don't like? Of course, no one's perfect. What what are some of those things? The temper, like you said, if I didn't have that temper, I'd probably have would have changed a lot of those opinions that mm -hmm. you read to me. Um, I'm a little stubborn. I kind of don't. I kind of just like like setting out to do what I want to do. I don't really care what other people <laughs> want me to do. Can people I mean, change your mind or are you like, when are you stuck in your ways? People can change my mind, but it's very hard. They have to give me a lot of valid reasons to why my opinion should change about something. Um, um, what else? There's a, I know. Or, there's, or what's good about you? What's How about good that? about me? What, what are things that uh, you're happy to say about yourself? I'm determined. Um, 
uh, I'm a real person. I don't, I've, you can see it through my skating. Like a lot of people fake their style and stuff to look better. Mm -hmm. I mean, I don't really care about that. I'm how I do a trick is how it is. Like that's (laughs) kind of my personality. What I tell you is how it is. I don't care if you don't like it or not. Like it's the honest truth. Um, but yeah, being determined, being a genuine person, being realistic. A lot of people out there who like don't have a good grasp on reality. I'm pretty. I, I, I know where I am in life and what I have to do to excel. And yeah, I don't know. Uh, so what motivates you? What what when you wake up in the morning? What makes you want to do stuff? Is it purely skateboarding that motivates you? Yeah, I mean, that's a big part of it. Uh, I just have always been the type of person that likes to see gradual progress in whatever I do in life. Mm. And there's no way you're going to progress if you don't go out there and go <laughs> do something. Uh, my girlfriend, knowing that there is, I mean, this is going to sound depressing, but despite all the fans, the followers, whatever I have, Uh, For a long time there, I just really didn't think like anyone gave a shit about what I did. Like, I about what you did uh, or about you, about me, like what I do, skateboarding. I really like for a long time, I'm like, no one even really gives a shit, despite the following and the numbers. And dude, to be honest with you, I think people follow me to like laugh at my clips, like, not everyone, but like, I get that. I feel like a good portion of people don't follow me for the right reasons and that kind of i don't know not anymore but like that got to my head eventually like i'm like people don't even like give a shit about what i do like if they really did i'd be in a higher spot right now but i got a loving girlfriend i she obviously cares about me a lot so i know someone out there cares and that's all it takes is one person so that and um well my mom to be happy you know i left the east coast to be out here i wanted to see that i'm here for a reason i'm not just wasting time so basically it just my own satisfaction and the fact that i have loving parents and a loving girlfriend is enough motivation for me what's the next move the next move. Just, what, are you, what are your future plans? Just what I've been doing this whole time. I'm uh, ever since I moved to California, I've just just been trying to progress as a person, as a skateboarder. Uh, just trying to push myself every every chance I get. Any push, all the limits, whatever. Um, I mean, t- like specifically. I'd like to get a board sponsor that I'm stoked on, not a B list <laughs> one. Yeah. Um that's been I mean, I I'm not gonna lie if I'm not saying I haven't been working towards that for a while, but yeah. That's hopefully the next step. I mean, I got other companies that are giving me love, so I know it's <laughs> possible to get love from a board company that yeah. I'm that I'm stoked on because I'm stoked on all the other companies I ride for. So I just, you know, it was like, I, I compare skating to my, to my love life a lot, which kind of yeah. sounds funny, but 
it's actually very similar to anyone who has a girlfriend and that skateboards, they can relate to this. It's like for the longest time, I just like would strike out like no girls would be like down, like just didn't want to hang out, like weren't interested in me, whatever. And then that like just that like lowered my confidence so much. I'm like, am I like fucking ugly? Am I like, like, am I boring? Like what's wrong with me? And to be, I, to, I can't even answer the question to you right now why girls like didn't want to do anything with me, but it, it just, <laughs> it just took that one right girl to find. And the, I didn't even, it was a huge life lesson because the way I found my girlfriend is I didn't even try. It just, you were just randomly yourself. just happened one day. Like, <laughs> wasn't even thinking about girls, just one day just like magically happened, which, it's the same thing with skating. Like it's good to try. It's good to try to get your name out there and you know, but sometimes it just doesn't work that way. Like the harder you try sometimes, maybe it's the worst. Like that's the way I feel like with, you know, finding a right board sponsor, like might just come along one day. And if it doesn't, (laughs) Oh, well, I, I, I gave it my all. And at least I can say that. So yeah, that's the next thing. All right, so I got one more question before I ask that. I just want to say, Jeff, thanks for coming out. Um, you're such a genuine guy. I'm happy to make your acquaintance. Um, you know, we might have just wasted all day today, and it this might you know end up in the trash. It it, it won't, but I'm saying if it did, I I could look back and say, fuck, you know, that was cool. Like I I like meeting Jeff, meeting Ruby. Genuine people. We shared a meal together, had a couple drinks together. Um, this computer could literally end up in the trash and it would not be a waste to me. The, the time that we spent. Um, I'm happy to know that your, you, your, your, your personality and your, your, gen, you're, you're just generous with your time, you know, just coming and hanging out. Um, I, I just want to say I respect you. I thank you. Uh, and the last question I have is who the hell are you? I'm Jeff DeCesare, and I'm just another human being on this planet with goals and ambitions and trying to reach them before I die. That's it. Thanks, Jeff. No problemo.